1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God, and it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am, seated right now in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in the place and authority, the place of authority, power and dominion, where Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine, and I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert, my spirit is receptive, as I'm taught the Word of God, my life has changed for the better, and I will never be the same again. Amen. You may be seated. We're in the middle of a series that is actually similar to the confession of faith we just made, and we're calling this series Four Things We Must Confess. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, I read it just last evening in my annual Bible reading, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Not life and death, death and life, because the default is death. Most people are speaking death over their life. And what we must do to eat the fruit thereof is we have to discipline ourselves to speak life over our life. We've got to retrain ourselves. And it's not just a matter of saying positive things, which is good, but it's also a matter of agreeing with God. You are right now sitting where you are, the sum total of everything you have said and everything you have done heretofore. If you want to change your life, if you want to have a different result, well, then you have to change what you've been saying and you have to change what you've been doing. God's words, believed in your heart, spoken out of your mouth, and taken action, action upon in your daily life will change your life for the better. It's taking God at his word and acting upon God's word that changes our lives. And so in these days, we have been saying that to live a victorious Christian life, you must know and confess who you are in Christ, where you are in Christ, what you possess in Christ, and what you can do in Christ. Now, all these years, people have kind of protested on the whole concept of saying. You know, they've kind of protested on the whole idea of confession. But I want you to just look back over the last 19 months and consider what has happened over words. People speaking words. You know, I can't believe I'm going to do this, and I can't believe I'm going to do it on a St. Paul Sunday. But I read something that Bernie Sanders 
put out on social media that I completely agree with. <laughs> I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. But billionaires have been created in the last 19 months making money off of filling people with fear. And it ought not be. Words. Words. It's amazing the damage that can be done with words. <clears throat> but at Faith Christian Center, what we're saying is, let's turn that coin over. And instead of doing damage with our words, how about doing some good with our words? I mean, just think about all these beautiful children that were up here just moments ago. Have you ever been in a grocery store and, and, and heard the way some people talk to their children? It just, makes you, it just makes you cringe. Well, why can't we turn that around and speak positive things to our children and speak blessing to our children? And even when they need help to speak positive things to our children. You know, when Austin was a little guy, he mixed up letters. They have a word for that, which I'm not going to repeat. And instead of girl, he'd say grill. Instead of water, he'd say warty. And we just ignored it. And thank God he never spent one day in public school. And we just ignored it, and we just worked with him. And sometimes we had to work a little extra with him. And back at Cathedral Christian Academy, sometimes the teachers had to work a little extra with him. Well, it all turned out okay because, you know, he got a, master, a, a bachelor's degree from TCU and a master's degree from TCU and a master's degree from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary and a doctorate from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. But this world out here, you know what they love to do? They love to label people. And once you put a label on a child or a human being, you limit them. And we don't do that. We just, if we have to go the extra mile and work with them a little bit, we'll work with them a little bit, but we don't label people because it, it hinders them and, and holds them back. So to live a victorious Christian life, we've been teaching in these days that you must know and confess who you are in Christ, where you are in Christ, what you possess in Christ, and what you can do in Christ. And the fourth thing is where we are. The fourth thing we must confess is what we can do in Christ. And this has to do with our empowerment by God and our ability in Christ. You see, the language of the Bible is a can-do language. The Bible is filled with what we can do through Christ. You can do what the Word says you can do. Say it out loud. I can do, I can do. what the Word says I can do. But you'll never be able to do more than you are willing to confess. Our level of faith will never rise above the level of our confession and our level of performance on the job, our level of victory in life will never rise above our level of confession. Confession is the trigger that sets God's power into motion. Now, the fourth thing we must confess is what we can do in Christ. What can we do in Christ? Well, First, we are enabled to do all things through Christ. Say it out loud. I am enabled to do all things through Christ. You know, I, you could walk down the halls of St. Paul's and, and hear a teacher saying that to a child or having a teacher have a child rehearse that because 
the natural human thing is to say, well, I can't, I don't understand that, I don't know how. Well, we can do all things through Christ. And as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we can invite the help of God into our life. Say it again, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. In fact, that's what the Bible says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And Jesus said in Mark 9.23, all things are possible to him who believes. Say it out loud, all things are possible for him who believes. So we have to believe. We have to believe in Father God, of course, but we also have to believe in ourselves. And there's so much in this world out here designed to chip away at our faith in ourselves. But here at Faith Christian Center and St. Paul's Preparatory Academy, we teach people, the people of God, to believe in themselves. Say it again, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. What can we do in Christ? Well, second, we are victorious through Christ. There are things we can do through Christ we cannot do in our own strength. I am victorious through Christ. Not only, not only are we enabled to do all things through Christ who strengthens us, but we are also made victorious through the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57, Paul writes, But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Say it out loud. I am victorious through Christ. I am victorious through Christ. Tell your neighbor, you have the victory. Yeah. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you have the victory. Yeah. Well, it may not look like it. I may not feel like it. You know, um, <laughs> you know. Hopefully your spouse doesn't uh, demean you, but you know, it's possible to have people around you that just tear you down. That's why we have to watch our fellowship. But the fact of the matter is, Paul writes, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have a precious lady in the church, and uh, she's a nurse, and uh, we've been walking through this with, with several people to get an exception to the mandates. And so she, walked, she, she did her application, and it was turned down, and then the appeal process, and then that was turned down, and uh, then just wrote a nice email to the CEO's administrative assistant with some more information, and, well, she got her exemption. You know, I mean, it's, it's just almost like miraculous. Well, that's exactly what it is, because you can do things in the natural, and it's good to do things in the natural, like pay our bills or cut our grass, but there are some things we just can't do. And when we come up against things that we cannot do, we can go to our Father God in faith, and thanks be unto God, He helps us. He strengthens us, and He gives us the victory. Lift both hands and say, thank you, Father God. You give me the victory. Now, of course, that doesn't happen while we sit around and grumble and complain and don't do anything. So we have to do our part. We have to walk through these issues of life. We've got to stay positive. And we've got to, and this is a big, a big thing, I'm telling you, in 2020, 21, we have got to look to the Lord and not to man as our source. 
because, man, I'm telling you what, if we have never learned that lesson in our lives, we should learn it right here, right now. Man will mess you up. Man will let you down. Man will stab you in the back. But God is always faithful, and God is always true, and God is always loving, and God is always kind, and God is always full of mercy and grace. And he helps us in our time of trouble when we reach out to him. 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and spreads through us everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. Say it out loud. He always leads me in triumphal procession in Christ Jesus. The third thing we can do in Christ is we are overcomers through Christ. Say it out loud. I'm an overcomer through Christ. Matthew 16, 18, and I tell you, Jesus speaking to Peter, and I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overcome it. In the Greek, what it, the way it really reads is, and you are Peter, you are a pebble, is actually what it says in the Hebrew, and I will build my, and on this rock, Petra, I will build my church. He was literally calling Peter a chip off the block. And uh, that's what we are. You know, here this morning, we got all kinds of nationalities. Here this morning, we got all kinds of races. I mean, here this morning, we got people born in all kinds of countries around the world, and we were not a people. But when we come to Jesus, God makes us a people. And he's building us into a house. He's building us into a spiritual house. And we, in effect, all become, in Christ Jesus, chips off the old block. Amen. And he's building us into something. Amen. Amen. He says, the gates of hell will not overcome it. That's good news in 2020 and 2021. I mean, man, it may look dark, it may look bleak, it may look bad, it may look like, you know, all the forces of hell are arrayed against what you're believing God to do in your life, but the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God and those who are members of it. Amen. Remember what we said last Sunday, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So... We will not be overcome by hell or the forces of darkness. If we refuse to be overcome, that means we are going to overcome. It may not happen today. It may not happen this week. It may not even happen this month, but we're going to overcome. Yeah. Amen. Our faith is the victory that overcomes the world. The Lord told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 119, they will fight against you, but will not overcome you for I am with you and will rescue you declares the Lord. Say it out loud. The Lord is with me, the is with me. and the Lord, me. the Lord rescues me. Our faith is what overcomes. What does the Bible say in 1 John 5, 4? Everyone born of God overcomes the world. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. My point is that we have to have a, a mental posture of victory that it may not go well this week, or I could have an off week or an off month or even an off quarter, but I overcome. I'm an overcomer. I have been born of overcoming seed. 
if I, if I have come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and I'm connected to Father God through the Son, I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. I, I'm not a loser. I'm an overcomer. And you need to understand, this is St. Paul's Sunday, you need to understand that that is the posture of faith we take with every child, not just at St. Paul's, but at Faith Christian Center. And when they whine and cry and say they can't do something, man, our job is to tell them, yes, you can. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're an overcomer. Luke 10, 19 says, I have given you, Jesus speaking to his disciples, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. I'll tell you what, it's good news in 2020 and 2021 just to find out nothing shall harm us. Say it out loud, nothing shall harm us. Say it again, nothing shall harm us. You see, we've been given authority to overcome and to not be overcome. To overcome and not be overcome. John 16, 23, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I, Jesus said, I have overcome the world. Romans 12, 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. 1 John 2.13, I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, dear children, because you have known the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong. Hallelujah. Say it out loud, I'm strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might, I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God lives in you, and you have overcome the evil one. Say it again, I'm strong in the Lord, and in the power of his might. So we're not weak, we're not, we're strong in the Lord. We're, we're not being overcome, we're not losing, we're not faltering, amen. In the sight of God the Father, we are overcomers. In the sight of God the Father, we have overcome the world. That is past tense, completed action. 1 John 2.14 says you have overcome the evil one. In the sight of God the Father, we are overcomers. In the sight of Father God, we have overcome Satan. That is past tense, completed action. So you see, there is something terribly wrong with the mentality that some Christians have that they are weak that they are defeated, that they're struggling year after year. No, my Father God told me that I'm an overcomer. If I say I'm not an overcomer, then I'm contradicting Father God's word, and I'm calling him a liar. If, I'm say, if I say I'm struggling or I'm defeated or I'm being overcome, then I'm contradicting my Father's word, and I'm calling him a liar. But praise God, we find out repeatedly in the New Testament that God cannot lie. He cannot lie. So if God says, I've overcome the world, then I can and I have. If God says, I've overcome the evil one, then I can and I have. Now, if I'm not experiencing that in my life and circumstances, that is my fault and my responsibility, not Father God's. Father God has made the provision 
but I have a part to play. You know, and don't be, since it's St. Paul Sunday, let me say this, don't be one of these ridiculous modern parents who complains about homework. You know, it's almost like every year of my life, you see this gray hair? It's almost like every year of my life they come and tell me some new nonsense. And the latest nonsense is for parents to complain about homework. Hello? Parents, you have a part to play. And even if we could do it all for you, it would be a deprivation of your role as mom or dad to do it all for you. You have a part to play. And then I don't know if you have figured it out or not, but later in life, everybody say later in life. life. You know those people that get to work late and take a long lunch and they leave early and they never take work home? They just don't prosper in life like people who get to, get to work on time and they don't mess around at work and they don't leave early and on occasion they take work home with them. Everybody's, everybody, why don't we make a faith confession? Say it out loud. I love homework. I love Smile and say it again. I, I, I absolutely love homework. And you know what homework is? It's an opportunity for you to spend time with your child. Quality time. I hate the term, but I'm going to use it. Quality time. Time is time. But in other words, not time watching TV, but time to sit with your child and go over some schoolwork. That's quality time. Amen? Amen. (laughs) I'm in your business, but it's church. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, it's church. church. Father God has made the provision, but I have a part to play. I must walk in the victory that God has already provided to me through the Lord Jesus Christ. So you must see yourself as an overcomer. When your little guy or gal says, I can't do it, I don't understand it, you've got to encourage them. You've got to coach them. When, they're, when, when later in life, you're going to have to do the same thing. I don't know if you have figured it out, but parenting never ends. You know, they call us empty nesters. Well, we've been invaded by grandchildren. It never ends. <laughs> Amen. And even when they're all grown up, they're doing their own thing. Sometimes you got to encourage them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It never ends. We have to encourage one another in the Lord. And you must confess that you are an overcomer. Do you see the consistency of the Bible? This is exactly what God life coached his man Joshua about. Joshua 1.6, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Why was God doing this? Because the great man Moses had died. And now Joshua ascends to the place of leadership and the Lord in his grace and the Lord in his mercy and the Lord in his kindness is life coaching his man Joshua. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law or the word of God my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. 
Do not let this word depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And this is exactly the life coaching we are doing nonstop at Faith Christian Center and nonstop at St. Paul's Preparatory Academy. Amen. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. We see the same thing in the New Testament. 2 Timothy 1.7, Paul wrote, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So we have overcome. Say it out loud. I'm an overcomer. First John 4, 4, the apostle writing, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Amen. First John 5, 3 and 4, this is love for God to obey his commands and his commands are not burdensome for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's who we are. That's who Jesus came and sacrificed himself to make us to be. So we are in this world. And I don't know if you have figured it out, but the world is not getting brighter. The world's not getting smarter. The world's not getting more, gaining more wisdom. It's getting darker and darker and darker. So we have to have some light. We got to have some light in our hearts. We got to have some light in our homes. We got to have some light in our lives. We got to have some light in our, in our, in our families. We got to have some light in our children. My God. I saw it's been all over the internet the last few days. A, a two-year-old in a school in New York City or a three-year-old uh, you know, the teacher put, pulling the mask up, pull, putting the mask on, putting the mask down, pulling the mask up. I mean, it's just tor torture. And young people today, I, there's no telling what they must think. You know, Sue and I got married, moved to Fort Worth, 1976, you know, and, and all we faced was uh, Jimmy Carter's inflation. But the whole world was a possibility. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being a youngster in 2021, which means I got to double down on positivity. And you moms and dads, you got to double down on positivity. And you grandpas and grandmas, you got to double down on positivity. Hallelujah. Because we cannot let our seed get discouraged in their precious little hearts. We've got to be the encouragers because the discouragers are on the news 24-7, 365. Are you hearing me? Say it again. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. 
To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.